hello, everybody. Welcome to Welcome to Sunnydale. Liesl's Snapchatting me for some no, reason no, or something no. like that. Mm, just, just a regular picture. <laughs> just a regular picture. Okay, regular. good. <laughs> hello. Uh, hello, I'm Steve McClellan. I'm Liesl Kaler. Uh, and we're your hosts for today's episode of Welcome to, Welcome to Sunnydale. Uh, and this week we're doing uh, Season 1, Episode 7, Angel. 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 Mm-hmm. And um, we'd like to, first of all, apologize up front for the long wait between episodes. Yep. There's I know been, everyone was clamoring. Yeah, we've had a lot of fans. More. Um, that just, I, you know, I, I know you guys don't know how to go on like with your mm-hmm. week without us. So we we apologize. We dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, but we're gonna get back up and running right here pretty soon. So uh, let's start with better know a host. Yeah. Um, so like I said, my name is Steve McClellan, and something the listeners might not know about me is that I once drove all the way from New Orleans to Los Angeles without sleeping, about 48 hours, and it was a terrible idea. It was one of the dumbest no. things I've ever done in my life. Yeah, I started hallucinating um, on the LA freeway, which is not not a good place to be. Generally not. Hallucinating. I think gen- generally hallucinating and driving a car is bad. a bad bad combination, um, and then in like LA traffic it does not help. Um, <laughs> but you lived, so yeah, I lived. Uh, so you know, sounds good. All's well that ends well. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm Liesl, and I have never had an ice cream headache. That's so weird. Never gotten the brain freeze. That's crazy. I want to. No. I want to take your head apart and see how oh, it works. Do you? <laughs> well, not like that. I just mean like. Maybe you're like your brain freeze nerves are in a different place than everybody else's oh, or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's like the back of my throat or have something. You, have you thought about donating your head to ice cream science when you die? You know, I do want to donate it to to science. I hadn't considered <clears throat> ice cream science, but why not? Maybe I could be a bowl afterwards. Yeah, I want to donate my body to science. Yeah, but like political science. <laughs> Those guys. I just wanted to have a body delivered into the political science department. You can see a candidate, see a voter. Let's dissect him and find out. Yeah. What are the issues of uh, the human body? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, okay. Well, let's uh, let's dive into the episode here. Let's Um, do it. So, this episode brings back my favorite vampire, Darla. Mm, Yeah. um, Julie Benz. um, Brings her back and then, unfortunately... Sends her, sends her packing. Yeah, very sad. Um, yeah, I mean, Darla, like, or Julie Benz's acting as Darla is incredible. Like, she does such a good job with that sort of um, sexy, threatening kind of vibe mm-hmm. that, like, she's got very, this, like, smile in her eyes that's very predatory, but sweet at yeah. the same time. It is. Yeah. It's um, just like Jawbreaker. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Um, Which update Steve did ah, watch? Yes, I mm-hmm. did. I watched mm-hmm. that movie. Yeah, what'd you think? Tell us, tell us about it. Um, so it was. It, it's a. It's a. I mean, it's a. It's a movie. It's a film <laughs> that actors acted in. Were in, and they performed. And I watched it. And I watched it exactly. That was it. It's good. <laughs> My speech of facts about yeah. that. Yeah. I'm it's like um. Ron Swanson. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she is a woman. <laughs> Very young. 
councilwoman nope has been yeah (laughs) yeah so um oh yeah so and in particular like uh that scene where darla shows up at the summer's household Mm. and joyce invites her in like the look on her face I could see how Joyce would mistake it for for, for, for like student. sweetness, mm-hmm. yeah. And though, and I, I love the sort of dramatic irony of us as the audience knowing that she's a vampire and seeing that look and being like, "That look is so Ugh. predatory." Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I really like the look she gives in the library, like after like Willow mm-hmm. and Buffy are talking mm-hmm. about, you know, like basically making out with the angel. And this is after we hear that Darla and Angel had some kind of past that lasted like generations. Mm-hmm. I just feel like her look when she comes in the library is like just fiery death, but very, very contained. Yeah. Very, yeah. Yeah. We talked about this a little before because I, I didn't really pick up on the, mm-hmm. the, the emotions and that look that you did. But once you sort of talked me through how you saw or like what you were thinking was in Darla's head. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I can imagine, like, if you're in Darla's position and this person that has been, you know, a huge, or that was a huge part of your life yeah. for literally, like, a century or lifetimes. more. Lifetimes. Uh, multiple yeah, lifetimes. Yeah, multiple lifetimes. Um, and then to find out that he's, like, hooking up with a, like, a 16-year-old, yeah. like... Nobody. Yeah, that would be that well. Would not be not even a nobody. A sixteen year old, a slayer. Like of all the yeah, people that yeah. he could pick. Yeah, it's somebody that's literally like trying to kill her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's got a smart. That, yeah, it's harsh. Um, but actually, can we can we talk about that for a minute? The mm-hmm. the angel, Buffy yes. hookup creepiness because mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. to me, I found that very off putting. Mm, yeah. Um, like. Not just, not even just the fact of it, like just the fact of a 240 year old dude macking on a 16 year old girl would be, would be weird enough. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, but kind just of, the fact of a 240 year old dude is weird enough. I think that's a good point. <laughs> I can't, can't just fault you for real. that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, but I mean, sort of the, the, the way he does it felt very kind of manipulative to me like he like was sort of mm. playing off of her in what, what naivete ways? well i don't know the way he was like <clears throat> if she had sort of just gone in for a kiss and he had like returned it mm-hmm. i feel like that'd be one thing but he was sort of like i it's so hard not to kiss you right now or uh, something like yeah. that and it's like he if you're like okay imagine this was like Buffy and a teacher that she had a crush on. Let's say she had a crush on Giles. Mm-hmm. And, like, for some reason, Giles is in her room. If Giles... Like, Giles would have the maturity and the, like, the... the hmm. the You know, he would be able to... The presence of mind to be, like... Even if he was into Buffy, he would be like, yeah. Listen, you're a little girl. <laughs> you're a child. And I'm a grown-up. Do you think also that would be because, like... Giles is a virgin and he wouldn't um <laughs> he wouldn't know how to make that move do we know whether Angel's a virgin or not well I guess I maybe do. maybe he and Darla were saving, we're saving themselves it for, for, marriage. for vampire marriage <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe maybe they had like promise rings and that's why Darla's oh. so upset it was like you oh that breaks my heart <laughs> oh. yeah sad mm-hmm yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe 
Angel just is that immature. Like maybe, <clears throat> like how old was he when he was turned into we were, a vampire? What, um, we had this conversation a little bit. Uh-huh. Like if he, if your brain development stops when you get turned into a vampire, and he was turned at say eighteen or something. Yeah, then he's an, he has an eighteen year old brain exactly. and a two hundred and forty year old yeah. Which eighteen year old body? <laughs> that's the best justification I can mm-hmm. think of for why the angel Buffy thing might not be totally creeptastic. Yeah. Um, but that's it's, it's still a stretch. It's a stretch. It's a big old stretch. It's like well, it's a, it's a stretch. Armstrong for, stretch. For <laughs> it's a Mr. Fantastic years. stretch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I it, it's a weird yeah. Do you think my my other sort of stretch like way to justify it is that um, it's not like he's attracted to any sixteen year old girl like mm. he's not into Willow or like all the high schoolers it's like Buffy specifically mm-hmm. um, and she is like they have a really strong thing in common that they're both straddling two worlds like a normal world and a supernatural world or i guess in angel's case it's like he's he's a vampire so he lives in a vampire world by default but he has a soul and so he Mm. cannot live in a vampire world by default he's he's sort of in this half state between being human and being a vampire yeah and buffy is in this half state between being human and being a a supernatural yeah yeah yeah. not getting to live a normal Not being able to commit fully to either one because exactly. you have to be both. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess I can see, I can see that connection. I can see them being able to uh, connect on that level. Although that's purely hypothetical because they don't really have a meaningful conversation yet in the show. Like, <laughs> it's so true. to me, at this point, I'm a little bit like, like, are they like, why are they sort of? Why are they into each other? Like, I get... Okay, so I get Angel is, like, he's pretty. Like, Dave Brianna's. Mm-hmm, he's, mm-hmm. he's He's got... He's, he's pretty of, guy. He's of the angelic face or whatever it said mm-hmm. in Giles' book. Like, I get it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, is that... Like, what about the sort of broader, like, points? Of... <laughs> you mean, like, his shoulders or something? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're pretty broad. I just mean, like... <laughs> like, I don't know. I think, I mean, that's, they... I think that's what she's into, the broad Like, shoulders. so... So far, the only thing he's really like done in her life was show up, be snarky, yeah. and not be even a, good at being snarky not even sometimes. good snarky, yeah, <laughs> and then like, be like sort of quasi helpful occasionally, yeah. and then like stand around like staring at her from across a bar. Like, is I mean, is that I, I guess if you're like a teenage girl, that could be like yeah. mysterious, aloof, sexy. I mm-hmm. get, okay, okay, I can see it, yeah. but I do want to say like so. <clears throat> She was able to, she's, you know, she's the slayer. She, and she's shown in the past that she has some skill for picking up on who is and is not a vampire. Mm -hmm. And she kissed this guy without realizing like, oh, he has like, his flesh is the like, the warmth of a corpse. And like, (laughs) he has no breath or heartbeat. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what, you know what I think? She was probably confused because um, when they were getting chased by the three and they run into her home. Oh, God, the three. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll get a, to that. Put yeah. a pin in that. We'll put a pin in that. Um, when they're getting chased, he runs right into the house. How'd he get into the house? 
Yeah. Vampire. That's a good point. She sort of says, like, come on or something as yeah. they're running. Yeah. Um, but, I, but we watched this, like, just so many times. Like we, we did. Five. We watched this episode several times. Oh, yeah. So many <laughs> times. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, it's like she says that after he's, like, already on the door. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like it's a continuity. It's yeah. I think Somebody it's the only up. the only thing to say about it is that yeah, it was a it was a screw up. It was. Yeah. An what do you oversight. have to say for yourself, Joss? <laughs> Joss, we love you. Come on the show, but explain your but explain, explain yourself. yourself about this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Okay. Come I, on the show. Explain yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Okay. I, now that you've mentioned the three, like I have to talk about Ooh, them yeah, because yeah. this is this drives me absolutely bananas. Mm-hmm. So. I don't even know where to start with them. So I'll start with the armor. So first of all, they show up <laughs> wearing this like medieval armor, but not not armor that would be useful to a vampire. They're wearing pauldrons, yeah. like shoulder armor. Pauldrons. Like I guess if you're worried about getting your arm cut off, and you sh- should be maybe, like who knows, maybe the Slayer has a sword, like... Sure. Okay. Wear some pauldrons, but really, like, what you need—just a breastplate, like something to cover yeah. your heart from getting. And in fact, why aren't more vampires wearing always breastplates? Yeah. Like that is the number one cause of death for vampires in yeah. the show. Other is... than so, yeah. I mean, there's but there's also there's a uh, there's medieval armor for that too. It's mm-hmm. a, a a gorget, I believe it's called a gorget oh. or gorget. I don't know. G o r g e t. Yeah. Gorge. Yeah. Exactly. Like throat. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's like a it's a big old metal throat guard thing. Wear one of those. Wear a breastplate. You're suddenly super vamp. Like, <laughs> but the one super thing vamp? you definitely <laughs> do not need is goddamn pauldrons. And true. that's the one thing they wore to battle. And okay, so forget about their ridiculous choice in in armor. Their whole existence in this episode is bizarre. So they're yeah. they're you know like uh, uh, Darla is sort of their taken aback. Yeah, like, where do they fit in the mythology? Darla's, like, she knows who they are when the yeah. master mentions them. And it's, like, yeah, she, like, gasps. Like, they're mm-hmm. this huge deal. Giles seems afraid of them. And, like... He knows all this shit about them. You know, all these books. So they yeah. must have been, like, around for a while. And then they're dispatched in the first 20 minutes of the show. Yeah. And not even, like... For what? For They, they failed to kill Buffy on their first attempt. Yeah, just and one. And then they're, like, oh, oh. We, we messed up. You can kill us now. Like how, that, I just I don't understand how they made it this long without ever messing up at anything yeah. anyone ever asked them to do. First of all, second of all, what sort of like where do vampires have a code of honor? No vampires have yeah, codes right? of honor that they don't even have souls. How yeah, can they they're they're not self sacrificing by nature. It, yeah. I don't. I guess like maybe were these guys like paladins before they return yeah. that have and like enough of their totally. They're like old like paladin lifestyle is stuck with knights them. of the round table or something yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah so i i don't know the, and then okay so i mean really when you get down to it they were they were a plot device they were that was used to get just to angel get into the house yeah and that's all they were yeah. and i just feel like that's bad writing like to yeah you're, it's sort of like you diminish the the mysticalness and the significance of other things when you mm, use that mm. sort of language and those reactions for something as forgettable as the three. Yeah. Um, you never hear about them again. There's never no, again. like, follow-up on, like, exactly. oh, you want to... Do you think it would be... I feel like every time we do this, we're like, 
I'd watch that show. Like Three's sp- Company. Sp- <laughs> <laughs> Where it's the three. It's the three. <laughs> all living together. And, <laughs> and there's a weird like romantic love triangle <laughs> thing going on. And just, just I the, would definitely watch that show. It's them going on their, uh, <laughs> their three adventures and like yeah. succeeding. And... <laughs> They're like, boy, isn't it great? We've never messed up once. Cause yeah. Oh, we're so suck. great. <laughs> I guess it would be if they never mess up. But, like, isn't it a boring show? Yeah. Maybe they can they can have antics, but not mess up. Mm-hmm. They always like pull it out in the end. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's how it works in a lot of like sitcom style shows. Yeah, yeah. For sure, <clears throat> there's company. That's not taken, is it? That no, I, no, no. I made up. I made that up right now. Yeah, that's you're so creative, babe. <laughs> Thanks. I really love that about you. <laughs> yeah, don't don't Google it or anything. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we. Yeah, no. It'd be a waste of time because it doesn't exist. Waste of time. <laughs> Speaking of things that are a waste of time. Are you going to say the anointed one? The goddamn anointed one. <laughs> I, I just, I cannot stand that kid. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, Mr. Child Actor who's now grown <laughs> Mr. up. Mr. Like, anointed one. Mr. <laughs> Mr. One. <laughs> Mr. One, comma, anointed. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that kid is a great actor now. But, like. And I, okay, and it's not even the acting that's really the problem. It's just terrible writing for this kid. Mm-hmm. Like he has no like, what's he even doing? Like, yeah, like, like why does the master give yeah. a shit about what this kid has to say? He doesn't say anything all that interesting. He's like, I would destroy them oh, from the like, mouth of babes. Yeah, <laughs> like you couldn't think of destroy them on your Go. own, master. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's like, you know, villaining at a like a second grade level or something. You got to give him. <laughs> <laughs> he's ahead of his class on murder. Yeah. His villain classes. Yeah. Murder and mayhem and pillaging, you know. Oh my god. Okay, so I we don't have to jump into high moment, low moment right mm-hmm. now, but mm-hmm. my I think the moment that is both it's both my high moment and my low moment is god. when the anointed one gets up. He's got a, like a shit stain on his pants <laughs> from sitting on those rocks. It's not a shit stain. Okay, it's not. It's, it's a, a mud stain. It's a mud stain. He's got a little mud butt. <laughs> little mud butt. Little mud butt. <laughs> is, that, is that a song? I don't know. It is sing, now. Sing more of it. Um, What's the next verse? Little mud butt. <laughs> He's got mud for butts. <laughs> Wait, no, just one butt. Butt for muds and muds for butt. butt. He's... But mud. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Spin off of Three's Company. <laughs> yeah, so little mud butt like gets up off of, <laughs> off of the rocks. And, <laughs> little mud butt. Yeah. <laughs> like it's only in like one shot, but it's like if you're if you're going to try and do the like creepy kid thing as a villain, you yeah. he can't ever have mud butt. Like I think that's that's, true. that's one of the rules. And I think you need to be like super blonde. Oh, yeah? Do you think blonde that is makes, better for... That makes children creepy. Interesting. Have you ever seen, like, Village of the Damned? No. Oh. What about that one with uh, Macaulay Culkin? Isn't he the a creepy... Good, the good Home son? Alone. Yeah, Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. He Terrifying. tormented he, those know, robbers. He, yeah, he really, like, haunts my nightmares. That, they, but, yeah. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the good son. Yeah, yeah, the good son. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Maybe yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe blonde kids are. are I think creepier. it's. I think Village of the Damned is the one I'm thinking. Where mm-hmm. it's like these six children that are like yeah super crazy blonde blue eyed mm-hmm. kids that are I don't know yeah well I'll, but I mean I, we'll make you watch that ultimately ultimately a creepy kid has to be creepy for what they 
do or what it's implied that they can, mm. will, or have done. Like that. What have we? Yeah, we haven't implied anything exa- about him. Exactly. Like you, you don't get to be like just being a kid isn't automatically creepy. Yeah. Just sitting around like rubbing your butt on muddy rocks. <laughs> like that is not. That's a thing all kids do. <laughs> and like, yeah, like what is he skipping stones in the puddles yeah, down there? Yeah. Like what? Yeah, he's not. It's not doing it for me. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, mud butt, but yeah. like you're just you're not the villain that I want. And yeah, no. anyway. But he's um, the wait. Well, he's the villain, villain we you need? need? <laughs> no, 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 he's not. He's neither. <laughs> he's not. I'm so sorry. You are not a villain. <laughs> yeah. If he. Yeah. Okay. They they need to. I think I mentioned this in one of our earlier episodes, but they they really need to like ratchet up the threat level a little bit because mm-hmm. right now like you know in this episode we had <clears throat> we had the master send the three which was nothing we had him sit around like talking yeah. with mud butt which was nothing <laughs> and and what like darla darla was a little bit scary you know she actually yeah. like she got into Buffy's home. She bit Joyce. Yeah, she, she did stuff. She, yeah, she like was out there getting stuff done, and and then they killed her. And it's like, what what is left to be threatening or scary in this show? Mm-hmm. As far as as far as like the season arc bad guys go, like they yeah. they just don't seem to be much of a threat to me. Um, that's and true. that's it kind of any of these episodes like this one that are that are sort of that aren't the one offs. It's like they they don't those parts. Don't feel scary. Like I'm yeah. any scene with the master and the anointed one, I just want to fast forward through. It's true. Um, and it's almost like you don't see any plans coming together. Yeah, right. Like what are they? They don't further. Like you don't see pieces of it coming together. Like mm-hmm. oh, like this is gonna. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if it would be one thing if we if we, we had s- something to look forward to. Of yeah. Like oh, this is what the anointed one is gonna do. Exactly. This is what Mudbutt is here for. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what he's there for. <laughs> yeah, nobody and like, you know, in this episode all he's like, okay, well the last thing didn't work, we'll send these next guys. Mm-hmm. Um I mean is that his whole function? Yeah. Just like sending different people around to try and get Buffy? I mean that's not a plan. Like he needs yeah. um even the three like didn't have a plan. They just approached her like on the sidewalk. Huh. I mean at least like how about ambush her like wait like wait till her yeah, back is turned and throw a rock at her head or like do something like <laughs> yeah. don't just like approach her and it's start true. attacking it's true think think, think just a little bit tactically yeah have you guys never played an fps or should, an RTS? should we just go into what in the hell mouth you know what thinking? let's do it let's what do it. what in the hell mouth are these villains thinking so let's start with what in the hell mouth are the three thinking like i mean we already went over it a little bit yeah. but like where are some useful goddamn armor as a vampire yeah Yeah. and uh you know and and be a little bit a tactical with your Mm -hmm. attack i mean there's three of you versus one you can do something like lure her into a trap yeah or like yeah or or have one guy start fighting with her and then two others like sneak up behind her and like stab her in the back or something take off your pauldrons (laughs) throw them at her and while she's distracted rip her head off yeah there's any number and now you've also added benefit not wearing stupid shoulder armor anymore. Yeah, totally. Which is super conspicuous. That's the other. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're walking around, I mean, unless like Comic Con is on is in town, <laughs> people are going to be like, "Who's that vampire looking dude with the armor?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's super weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so that's that's the three. Should we talk about, Let's talk about Darla? Darla then. Yeah. Uh, she. So, it's interesting that she had guns. It's one of the few. 
So before we get to her at the end, I wanted to talk about her coming to um, to the Summer's house and her sort of plan to try and um, convert Angel back to her side, which honestly, I think that's the closest to like a good plan. I mean, it looked like it almost worked. Like Angel was, I mean, you could see in his eyes in that scene, he he wanted that blood. He was thinking about it. I mean, it really had him like riled up and and of course it makes sense not just the blood is tempting but darla this person that he had a relationship with like that was a good plan well it's a little weird in that like it only worked because buffy came through the door right when like <laughs> angel a, was holding it's such a, like rom-com moment like whoops she caught me like oh <laughs> yeah like one of those weird timing things yeah. that happens in sitcoms and rom-coms and where normally like it's like you could solve that problem by talking but i guess in this scenario it's less likely that yeah you'd be like it, uh it wasn't me that better <laughs> it was darla yeah you could try that and probably the communication would be wouldn't work so much in that yeah. case but but still just darla's timing of like yeah putting joyce and angel in that position right when buffy comes in um hard to see how that could have actually but been planned. planned but whatever she did it worked so yeah um or at least it almost worked uh, mm-hmm. and it did even you know for a little bit it had Buffy and Angel fighting each other, yeah. going against each other. So, like, that was a pretty effective plan. So, props to Darla for that. But then her showing up with the guns at the end. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, credit to her for being a little forward thinking and using modern mm-hmm. weapons. Even though she, like, maybe she should spend, Not like, 10 minutes in a gun range before she does this. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, okay, so I'm certainly, I'm anything but a gun expert, but I feel like dual wielding pistols is going to be terrible accuracy it's yeah and you don't need to fill the slayer full of bullets just a couple you know just like precise yeah or yeah not so even like so precise two hands on one pistol that'll help like yeah. that'll give you much better aim mm-hmm. or like a shotgun something with like an area that it covers yeah. like so you, you don't know, have to be a marksman what i think speaking of marksman i mm. think they should just kill a sniper the vampires vampires should kill and turn a sniper and then he can do all the sniping yeah and he's probably going to be even better as a vampire because he doesn't have a heartbeat or breath that's gonna move his shot oh he's is that be... a thing that snipers worry about yeah you have to like shoot in between breaths or heartbeats or something I interesting i could have just made that up but um no, but that makes sense the, i mean the one time i've shot a, a <clears throat> rifle um you shot a rifle yeah, just a little one. Oh, okay. Just like a twenty-two. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, you like the person who was teaching me um, was talking about like you like take a breath in and like shoot, so you're not like breathing mm. and like jostling the the gotcha. weapon. Yeah, and yeah, a vampire would never have to worry. He about wouldn't that. have to worry, and he could stay in a pl- well, not if there's sunlight, as long as he had a little tent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, he could he could stay. Yeah, he could stay in in a dark place for for a fairly indefinite amount of time. Yeah, do um, vampires have to? you think <laughs> well they well, well they what take in the, liquid yeah what happens with the blood they must either they must like have terrible shits <laughs> if all you're eating is blood <laughs> well they must i know okay. that makes mine pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> is that what you do with the blood you drop from me <laughs> what <laughs> no i thought you ate that blood <laughs> Kitties. <laughs> Did you eat Steve's blood? Uh, what was I going to say? Um, 
I'm sorry, I distracted you totally with my, like, what vampire pooping <laughs> theories. Oh, well, okay, yeah. So they, they take blood in. Mm-hmm. If they don't urinate or defecate, then they must magically remove matter from the universe. Yeah. Um, or, I guess, like, convert it entirely into energy. That would be a lot of energy every time they feed. I mean, that's like... We should be looking into that for renewable yeah. renewable energy. I guess maybe sustaining a dead body and giving it supernatural powers. Like, it's unclear how much physical energy and that... How many calories yeah. do you need? But then if you're turning the whole all of that matter into energy, does it have to be blood? Like, you're destroying anything, it at a right? subatomic level. Like, it has yeah. no... It always has to be blood. <laughs> Are you quoting a later episode of no. Buffy? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no spoilers. It's not a spoiler. It's not, I know. It's not. <laughs> I'm just using Buffy to explain Buffy. Yeah. But no, I think, okay, to get back to your earlier point about the sniper, I think that's spot on. I mean, mm-hmm. there. I think, you know, I, I wonder if that's sort of a theme of this season in, in a way is like the master seems to be sort of the old guard of vampirism and like the old That's guard true. of he's vampire trying to villainy. Raise the old yeah he's trying to like bring it he's basically like a conservative in the vampire like mm-hmm. <laughs> and he it go ahead won't someone think of the children <laughs> yeah that's why he has mud butt <laughs> oh, like a little like he can kiss the kid on all the political yeah, exactly. rallies and stuff yeah totally exactly um yeah but no he's like he's and you know so the people he sends are like the three so i'm like armored swordsman mm, yeah. nobody's like darla he didn't want to send of, darla at first she yeah. was like let me and he was like oh no 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 you yeah. precious little girl stay in the kitchen make yeah. me a blood sandwich yeah, or totally. whatever yeah that's actually that's blood sandwich <laughs> gross <laughs> um one of my one of my notes that mm-hmm. it was like so we watched this episode a few times mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. We actually attempted this podcast a couple of times and had some failings. <laughs> some technical difficulties. Yeah. So this is, this is our third third go at it. Yeah. Um, so, but I have these notes that are written from like two or three weeks ago that make no goddamn sense. One of them is, does the master represent patriarchy? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what does that mean? What was I thinking? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not. I don't think it's too far off the mark. I mean, clearly, um, I mean, obviously, we know about Joss Whedon. In, you know, in the outside world, like that he, he... both invented feminism <laughs> and he's the worst. What was the that? literal Hitler. Yeah, the yeah. literal Hitler. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, so obviously, there's a lot of there's plenty of good debate out there about yeah. Joss Whedon and feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, for what it's worth, I think he's definitely trying to be feminist, right. and and I think I would argue that he succeeds more than he fails. I th- I um, agree. Yeah, and often. Yeah, and and I would say that you know. Buffy is certainly, I think, a good feminist icon, a good mm-hmm. feminist um, character, uh, and and so in, in a sense, it makes sense that, it, that whoever she's pitted against is, you know, that that would be sort of a an, a, a patriarchal character, mm-hmm. um, and you can sort of see that in the master, like you said, with the way that he sort of poops on Darla's like <laughs> desire to go fight Blood the slayer. Blood poops all over Darla. <laughs> 
We, we gotta stop doing this. <laughs> this, is, this is a gross. It's episode. slowly gonna be a contest to say like the most vile, horrifying thing to each other, which we've already established is a moist clutch of eggs. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, let's not bring the moist clutch of eggs back into this. Oh God. Let's no. Yeah. Nope. But <laughs> anyway. So, but yeah, and and um, I don't. Yeah. So the the master and patriarchy. Like, yeah, I get it. Um. And it seems like, I don't know, do you, well, there's a lot of stuff to talk about with Slayer mythology that we don't know yet that I guess I'll have to leave right. alone um, until we get into to more of the meat of what a Slayer is. Um, yeah, that'll be a good convo later. Yeah. Um, stick around. Stick around. Till season seven. Seven. <laughs> six years from now, yeah. we'll be talking about it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I hope all of you listeners are still going to be with See, us in 2021. Un- <laughs> unlike the Master and Mudbutt, we are building to something. <laughs> you're you're going to see little pieces of things we're going to talk about. Good one, babe. It's going to get you excited. <laughs> you're going to mud all up in your butt just thinking about it. Why are we so gross? Why can't I don't we just know. talk about Buffy without being I disgusting? think it's because this is the third time we've tried to do this podcast. <laughs> and I just can't. <laughs> That's all I have in me is... No, okay. Back to the episode. Yeah, so is there any symbolism, do you think, to the, <laughs> the fact that uh, Buffy and Willow are talking about reconstruction in that scene where they're studying mm, history? Like, mm, sometimes yeah. in this show they try and... Draw these in. these parallels between the high school life and, like the, and the supernatural life, and then the like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. insect teacher. Yep, and... exactly. Um, I try to think about what I know about reconstruction and whether there was anything to be said about that, but I kind of came up short. I feel like it was mostly just a just a, a way to um, talk about Angel being really old. Oh, yeah, because they used that as a as a segue into two hundred yeah. and change or whatever. Yep, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, one, I, I have words to slay by. Oh yeah, go for it. Um, it comes when it's after we've discovered that Angel is a vampire. Um, and Buffy is saying like, I know what I have to do and blah, blah, blah. And Willow, or she says like, oh, and I can't believe I didn't kill him because I had feelings for him. And Willow says, you feel for somebody, you have feelings for them. You can't change that by... And then Buffy finishes by saying, "Killing them," mm-hmm. and I just think that that's those are true words. It's like if you have feelings for somebody, you can't stop that by killing them. And you know, you can you can rephrase that for regular not life literal, a little bit, not yeah. literal <laughs> killing, but you can't just like smush it down and be like, nope, nope, nope. Like, and yeah. you can't just completely. And you can't change it by like abusing someone emotionally. Or yes, like doing, yeah. yeah, like you can't. Yeah, you can't force those feelings out of your life. You gotta let it. Um, you yeah. have to sort of let them play out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's very true. Yeah. And it's interesting that that wisdom came from from Willow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can't take the easy way out. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's? Do you think that was coming from her thinking about the way she feels about Xander? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like that's just. I feel like that comes up later. It's sort of like people, like feelings that people have. Yeah. You can't just kill them. Yeah. Let's see. Do you have any other uh, any other oh, notes? Let's look. Oh, uh, I have. Is is it ethical to not tell Buffy's mom? 
that there are vampires. Mm. Like she has, she she got bit. Like yeah, and she's and the mother she, of the Slayer. The vampires have no like some of them know where Buffy lives. Yeah, and that's a situation where if Joyce had known, she, she wouldn't might invite, not invite strangers it, in. She wouldn't invite strangers in that say they know Buffy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that you know, I wonder if for Buffy, if it's the kind of thing where it's it's less about like whether it's ethical, and and I'm not saying that this is a good way. Like I think it's she's a teenager and mm-hmm. she doesn't maybe doesn't know how to talk to her mom about the things in her life. Like there's plenty of things that, you know, my mom growing up maybe would have had useful stuff to say to me, but I would never talk to my mom about it. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is the kind of thing where that, maybe it does. Like, oh, moms don't understand. Like, moms don't understand slaying. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's possible. It's true. I mean, there's, if, you know, Joyce, even after she got bit, she was believing some like, half-assed story about falling on a yeah, barbecue fork. Yeah, yeah. Like, we don't even have a barbecue fork. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's possible if Buffy was like, hey, mom, I slay vampires. Yeah, yeah. She would have ended up in an institution um, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, what do you think Angel was doing all day when he was in Buffy's house? <laughs> yeah, I wondered that, too. Yeah. He was... I mean, okay, so it makes sense that he would not leave because he's a vampire. Yeah. Um, he can't leave during the day. Yeah. Um, and he, would, he wouldn't have left the night that he... He was there to, like, protect her or something. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, so they have that night. He stays mm-hmm. there. Clearly, she has him stay because it's still night out. She doesn't know he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. She thinks he's going to get attacked by the three. Yeah. Um, but then she comes home and he's still there. Like, I, yeah, we why know is, he was hiding in the closet while Joyce cleaned the room. <laughs> yeah. Like, why isn't she like, what are you still doing in my house? Like you were here all day. It'd be weird to come Get home out. after a whole day and the person that like, yeah, they were still in your house. It'd like it's light now. The vampires aren't out. You could leave. Yeah. Oh, he can't cause he's a vampire. He can't cause he's a vampire, but still like, I don't know. It, 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 it's definitely weird that he stayed there all day and that yeah. Buffy didn't comment on it. Yeah. Um, if I and like, had what, would have, what mine, the hell would have happened if yeah. Joyce, in cleaning the room, had, had found opened him. the closet? Which you know, when you're cleaning a room, it's not outrageous to imagine that you might have to put something in a closet. That's true. That's <laughs> like, true. What? How would he have explained that or dealt with that situation? Like, oh, oops. Um, this isn't my house. <laughs> like <laughs> bite her and then like plant a barbecue fork on the floor again. <laughs> <laughs> Again, because <laughs> yeah. he did that last time. Uh, well, just well, just plan. I'm trying, was this before or after? This must have been before. It was before. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know, but like, yeah, I get. I don't know. What do you do in that? Yeah. It, it would have been. It would have blown the whole thing up. I don't know. Um, if I were Buffy, if I had someone that I invited over to spend the night, and they were still there when I got back from school slash work, yeah, get the hell out of my house. Get the hell out of the house. <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> I told you you could stay here. I meant like, you know, an hour. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know why she doesn't realize that's weird. Yeah. Well, um, I guess she's never had anyone stay over. I guess, but like, in her mind, Angel's a human. Yeah. Why, like, I mean, maybe if Joyce was there all day. Yeah, and he couldn't escape Then he, he would never have had a chance to leave. Yeah. I guess that's um, fair. But what, like, was she? It was a, it was a school day, like... Joyce has a job. I don't know what... I mean, she was cleaning during the day, right? So maybe she was home all day. Yeah, I, mean, I suppose that, that yeah, it's a day off, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give you a pass Fine, on Fine, Angel. Angel. You get this one. <laughs> but what she, about your tattoo? She could have been like, 
oh, you must be starving or something. Like yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must be starving. Yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't poop at all. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you go to the bathroom? <laughs> don't, don't open the closet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, Angel's, yeah. ta- Angel's tattoo. Yeah, his tattoo. Vampire tattoo. How do you feel about that? Um, like, from a biological perspective, is it possible to tattoo a corpse? Um, I mean, I know that's possible. Oh, it is? Yeah. I know. <laughs> How many corpses have you tattooed? Zero. But I think people practice on like pigskin or something, right? Like I don't know. I I've practiced. I've practiced sutures on pigskin. Mm. I don't know anything about tattooing. Um, I think you can tattoo it as long as it's not like you know obviously. Mm-hmm. But does it? Will decaying. it stay there indefinitely? I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So. But I, I guess the other question is: Did he get that tattoo? And when did he get that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's. It was in Giles's books, Yeah, so he right? must have had it when he was, he must like, have had evil it. and, like, doing stuff. Yeah, so he must have had it for a while. Which is interesting because, uh, you know, again, I'm not a tattoo expert, but mm-hmm. I've seen enough tattoos, modern tattoos and historical tattoos, and that tattoo... Not faded. Not faded, oh, but also, also not, just stylistically yeah. did not look like the kind of tattoos people got, um, you know, 100 or more mm-hmm. years ago, where I think tattoos weren't, like, you know, they're all hipstery and artistic today but i think right. for the most part um in in europe and and america in the olden days they were like just like shit that sailors did to each other yeah, like totally. i don't know if they i don't know if you would have gotten that sort of like artsy impressionist tiger or whatever yeah, he has on that yeah. like yeah um if i were a vampire i'd have so many tattoos <laughs> and i'd run out of space yeah yeah i should never become a vampire well, you can you can fill your body up with tattoos in one lifetime. You don't need multiple. That's true. That's true. That's a, but it'd be really weird though, because like I have this like Simpsons tattoo, and then I'd be two hundred years old, and be like, "That's a really obscure <laughs> reference from a." I mean, one is like an obscure-ish reference to the Simpsons, mm-hmm. and also like two hundred years from now, I'd be like, "That's an obscure show." You know what? Obscure but maybe, reference. Maybe it'll come back around though. Like maybe somewhere down the line, the Simpsons will be mm. like Shakespeare. Because if you saw somebody oh, with a Shakespeare tattoo, that's true. That wouldn't seem like an obscure reference. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah, I mean, maybe Simpsons will last, will, will like stand the test of time that way. Um, although, like you know, if you if you had a tattoo that was a reference to like one of Shakespeare's contemporaries that nobody had ever heard of, <laughs> people would be like, "That's an obscure that's, tattoo." Oh. Did you study like 16th century playwriting or something? Yeah. <laughs> Did you study 21st century television? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Anyway. Yeah. Tattoos. Yeah, that would be an interesting way to try and uh, to pick out vampires by their like cultural really, references. Yeah. Really dated <laughs> cultural references. Like the little like, mustache on your finger where you like, put it up to your nose. And, have you ever seen those? What? You get like a, on your index finger like a teeny tiny oh, mustache. Yes, the, and those tattoos. Just, like, yes, I have seen that. Yeah. You have some. You have a couple of those. I have tattoos? seen that. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah, I thought you were talking about like the, um, where you put like a mirror under somebody's nose. Have you seen that in movies? No. This is in like old spy movies and stuff. Like so people who are trying to like fake their death. Uh-huh. Um, like uh, you'll see like the count. You know, the spy versus the other spy will come up and like put a mirror under the nose of the guy in the coffin to see if he's breathing a little bit because it'll oh, fog up the mirror. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Mm. All right. That'd be a good vampire test too. Mm-hmm. 
if you can get them to sit still with a mirror under their nose. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess, you know, vampires presumably can, maybe they, they can breathe, but they just don't. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, they can talk, so they have to have air passing through yeah. their okay. vamp cords. Not a good vampire the test. The vamp cords. Mm-hmm. But you could test it on a sleeping vamp, maybe. Presumably they don't breathe oh, yeah, when they, they sleep. Breathe when they sleep. Or maybe they do. I mean, brains, if their brain still functions roughly the same way, it would still be sending those automatic mm. breathe signals to their lungs. Interesting. So, you know, Xander has a skateboard. <laughs> That's right. That one scene in this episode. Yeah, he's, he's not, not riding it. it yeah. yeah, but he has it. <laughs> the writers are still holding on to this idea. It's a little hope that Xander he's going to be a skateboard big... guy. <laughs> the next Tony Hawk. <laughs> Sander Harris. I like it. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a good good skateboarder name. Like, I would buy that video game. Sander Harris? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I just think it's funny because we were like, and it never comes back. And then, oh, no. You were wrong. Yeah, we got to eat crow on that one. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Is that yeah. the right use of that expression? That's it. I was wondering. It made me think of Game of Thrones where he's like, have you ever tried crow? And he's like... <laughs> don't remember that oh, it's it's one of the northern i don't know he's like eating a barbecued oh, oh, human leg a or person something. that's right i thought okay yeah, I thought oh, yeah, about somebody yeah. eating crow like a person yes. that they call them yeah yes i got you <laughs> they're not eating the bird somebody, like sitting there eating a bird being like have you ever tried crow it's delicious <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yeah. The Magnar then shows up. Oh. Oh, is that? Yeah. It was on yeah. the tip of my tongue. That one. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Some dude's barbecuing. Yeah. They they did something interesting with the the Thens in the show. I don't know if there is like did they cannibalistic in the books as they are in the show. Mm. I don't remember them mentioning that. I mean, they're aggressive and like weird, but they sort of actually consider themselves the civilized elements of of the. Really? Yeah, of the the free folk, they actually so the okay get into it a little bit. The Magnar of then Magnar welcome to means, <laughs> Game of Thrones cast. <laughs> welcome to the Game of Thrones cast. Yeah. <laughs> when you play the game of listening to a Buffy podcast, <laughs> you may you're gonna learn really important stuff about the Thens. And mm. yeah, so Magnar is is it means the Lord mm. in the language uh, in the old tongue that's spoken by the people beyond the wall. So they're and they're the only people, the only tribe that actually has a lord or lords of any oh, kind. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I zoned out for all of that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't contribute. <laughs> That's fine. I like watching it. Yeah, Game of Thrones, but but you don't like listening to me talk about how it's different than the books. <laughs> I understand that nobody seems. Does, to. Yeah, does anyone <laughs> like that? No, I just want to set up like a. <laughs> volleyball with a face on it and talked and like watch the show and be like so you see <laughs> so you see Wilson, in, Wilson <laughs> in the books <laughs> it's so funny because it's like such an urge that I think people have they're like mm-hmm. so it was like from the books and this like you really want to talk about it it's, it's like really show off that you powerful know urge. I have that urge too like yeah. everyone has that urge but nobody wants to listen to nobody it nobody wants to listen to that guy no I know it's yeah. true and it's it's funny, like, I watched the show before I read the books, mm-hmm. and I remember hearing from people who had read the books while I was watching the show, mm-hmm. and rolling my eyes whenever they would start You're talking like, about... shut up, I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. care. <laughs> um, but now I've, I've become one of them. I'm the worst. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we're, we're we'll all the worst. We'll edit this out of the yeah. sorry, <laughs> final sorry. cut. Sorry, everybody. You know, so when you do 
this particular episode, we've talked about it for hours at this point. There's only so much I can say. It's true. Um, I mean, we can we can probably wrap it up now if you want. We, oh, I no, think no, we've, uh, I mean, yeah. I any any other final notes? I've, I uh, I think I'm done with all my notes. Um, oh, have you hi, ready? We could do high moment, low moment. Oh, high moment, low moment. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so my low moment is definitely mud butts, muddy butt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all that butt mud on mud butts butt. Yeah. <laughs> How just... much butt can a mud butt butt with a butt mud butter? <laughs> butter. Mud butt butter. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know oh uh, yeah so anyway that was my low moment and i would say that my high moment mm-hmm. is the confrontation between darla and angel mm-hmm. in the house with joyce as their as yeah. the victim with darla trying to turn angel and angel almost yeah. going for it like i thought darla you know i thought julie benz's acting was phenomenal um i thought uh uh, David Boreanaz was excellent, and mm-hmm. I thought it was <clears throat> it was an actual villainous plot that made sense with yeah. and worked with the characters and yeah. and did something potentially interesting and showed us a, a side of Angel that we hadn't really gotten. Mm. Um, so I thought it was a really good scene um, and possibly the only really good scene in the episode i know i know i'm not i'm not a biggest fan of this episode like i realize that it moves the plot along in important ways like Mm -hmm. revealing angel to be a vampire obviously that has to happen realizing that darla um and angel had a thing for a really long time it's it's good it's an interesting development but then they kill her like i would love for that that tension to exist longer, but they, they kill her as soon as they made That's her interesting. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 How do you think Angel felt when he killed her? Do you think that was difficult for him it as must, well? It must have been. It must have been difficult. Yeah. What do you think the extent of a vampire's love feelings can be? Well, with a soul, you one would imagine that it's, it extends as far as yeah. for humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it, like if you, as you pointed out, like Darla even is experiencing some sort of mm-hmm. jealousy and 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 uh, like sort of you know jealousy she, is is a related to love kind of a feeling yeah, yeah. like and and so she the fact that she's experiencing that means that vampires to some extent I would say are able to experience emotions like love or related to love so she she makes she even says some line that's like the worst thing is like oh when you love someone who loves another like yeah. And I mean, and they made a relationship work for a long time. I mean, you don't, you don't make a relationship work for that long if there's not some sort of like love connection there, I would think. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. So, so yeah, I I would say Angel must have felt bad. And I, I, I would really hope that they take some time to explore that in the show, Mm -hmm. though they did not in this episode. And, and as far as I know, they don't, I mean, they do in, in Angel, in the show Angel. um, Right. But in, in Buffy, I don't know that that really comes up much again. At least not in the first season. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Yeah. My high moment, low moment. Mm-hmm. Um, low moment. Also, just the the very first one with, with Mudbutt. He's just like <laughs> tossing rocks into the water. And I'm just like... God damn it, Mudbutt. <sighs> like, what? what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know. Uh, high moment. I just I really love... Darla's face when she goes into the mm, library and just yeah. I think about how 
intensely that would fit like in reverse scenario like having been the ex of somebody and like being for circumstances like around them with their new partner and just being like Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. we had a thing oh yeah like Uh, almost everybody's had that yeah yeah yeah. um and just seeing that in her face but knowing that they had like like a hundred years together and how much that must burn and to know that the the only thing that happened was that he was cursed like somebody cursed him and gave him his soul and like took him away yeah and you know it's interesting that must um because the way she talks about getting angel back Mm -hmm. feels a little bit um like she doesn't really have an appreciation for the profundity of that curse or or for its like how sort of sticky it is like Mm -hmm. like um how difficult to break to her it seems like if i can just get him to like bite somebody he'll get over the stupid curse thing um and yeah you know i wonder if that's her lying to herself a little bit um you know the way you sort of look at uh, your ex-partner with a new person be like that person will never make him happy like he really wants to be with me he just yeah (laughs) um yeah uh ratings ratings okay so i i it breaks my heart to have to do this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i i have to say three three out of ten what i know i'm surprised you said this for a third time (laughs) act act lisa oh god what there we go (laughs) this episode is so it has so many important things it's like big reveal like darla dies real quick three out of ten Muddy oh. mud butt mud pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's I I do. Mm-hmm. It's like a very important episode. Um, it has so many like so many important things, big reveals for Angel and like Darla Dutt, and it's just like all this stuff, and you realize they were connected, and um, yeah, I mean. The first two times I gave it a seven out of ten, mm-hmm. I am giving it a three this time because I Whoa. am just tired of talking about it. <laughs> so it's really a seven, but you're just, you're so sick of doing this podcast that you're just gonna spitefully knock it down four I points. Am. Okay, if we okay, so you, everyone needs to know this. We the first time we recorded it, it was with a couple of guests. They were great, uh, but it was after we had had brunch and some drinks. And Steve and I were just like talking over them the whole time and it was not, it was not good. The second time we did this, we were going to edit it. And at that point, Steve realized, what, I don't, you don't even know what you did. You basically I didn't record it. I don't know how it. I did this. No, I record, <laughs> I know I recorded it, but I somehow saved two copies of the drunk one yeah. and one, no copies yep. of the good one. Yep. <laughs> so. Here we are. I know, I know. I, I need like a. I need a sad sound effect for this. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have any good sad sound effects in my... That girl's on fire. <laughs> That's not sad enough. No, yeah, I don't know. Oh, God. I'm going to yeah, get... This game is brutal. <laughs> no. I love it. This podcasting game is brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm going to... I'll stick by my... You know what? No, I honestly... I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I think I want to drop it down to a 6 out of 10. Okay. Because I do think it's 
I think it's an important episode, but I don't necessarily think that makes it a good episode that I want to watch. Yeah. I would I would make somebody watch it to be like, this is important and mm-hmm. this is like a big thing. But No, I totally think that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to slight this episode for... Cause, so if I were watching this episode for the first time, I think I would be more impacted by these reveals about yeah. Angel's history and, yeah. and about who Angel is as a vampire. But having known all of that already, mm-hmm. um, it's like what I want to see is, okay, so Angel's a vampire. So he had this relationship with Darla. What does that mean for them as characters? Yeah. And then Darla does. And they, and, and yeah, and I feel like they, they missed an opportunity to explore that. And you, yeah, you don't know, and you don't <clears throat> know that in, mm-hmm. in Angel, like that Angel, the show is going to happen. It's going, And exactly. then you might get to see mm-hmm. some flashbacks of that. Yeah. It would be nice. It would have been nice to have a guest on this for this episode that had never seen the show before. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to see what their reaction would have been. It's true. Um, anyway, yeah. Six but I say, you know, even people that have never seen the show, a lot of them, I think, know that Angel is a vampire. It's, yeah. You'd be hard I, knew, pressed. I knew before I had ever watched yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, so. exactly. You'd be hard-pressed to find somebody that Doesn't didn't know. know that. We have to really... Listeners out there, scrape. anyone don't know? <laughs> if anyone doesn't know yet <laughs> that Angel's a vampire, ah, <laughs> uh, crap. Oh, yeah. Come on the show. If there's anybody listening that, yeah, has only ever seen the episodes that we're doing, that we've done, and... Didn't listen to this yet, but fast-forwarded to this section of it. (laughs) You're like, you know what I like about podcasts? The last two minutes. (laughs) That's all I need. (laughs) You ever do that with a book where you, like, read the first line and then the last line? Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's fun. Um, Anyway, it was 6 out of 10... I already forget cockroaches. The yes, bronze, they, that's the how this starts, right? Party, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Six out of ten cockroaches at the bronze. Nice, nice. All right. Um, well, good, good episode. What do you What do you want to do now? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should, um, you know, head head to the bedroom or something. In in the words of the Todd from Scrubs, <laughs> uh, "How's your penis?" <laughs> oh, my penis is doing. Oh, oh, oh no! Come on. Don't go soft on me now. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to take a little. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>